thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to another delightfully haunting episode of the Chills Podcast. Here we delve into the darkest, dustiest corners of the mind, sachet with the supernatural, and come face to face with the terror that stares back at us from every mirror our gaze falls upon. Those a faint heart, turn back now and avert your ears. This is no place for you. However, for those interested in following the path of fear, we're glad to have you. I promise what awaits you will lead you to answers about some of your deepest questions. However, I make no promises about the questions said answers will undoubtedly sprout. After all, what's scarier than the unknown? Perhaps, the lack of? What is the great unknown, the great mystery of the world? other than the pursuit of love? Today, we examine a poem written by one of the fathers of macabre and horror, as we know it today, Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, by reputation, never really strayed away from subjects such as death, poverty, madness, and the like. While many other poets would often tiptoe around the subject so as not to disturb the slumbering lion, Poe brought them right to the reader's eyes, strapping a saddle on the lion and riding it off into the gloomy sunset. However, in one of his most melancholy yet Ascending poems, Poe twists and braids the concepts of love and death into one strand of thought, illuminating the idea of love as something that transcends humanity, mortality, and even conscious understanding, forever following the trail of that enticing unknown being beyond the grave, forever following the love of his Annabelle Lee. Now, love is something that is almost always pointed to as a universal truth, or as something that we can all stand behind. Out of all the instinctive and bare-bones human emotions we go through, love is traditionally the one we rely on the most. However, love in and of itself is not a feeling or an emotion. Love exists outside of the realm of human emotions. It is a feeling that is beyond feeling. It is beyond all humanity. And according to Poe, even beyond celestial and transcendental ideas that we already don't fully understand. Within the poem, Poe employs the use of angelic and spiritual imagery. However, he does not do so in a way that evokes traditional feelings of warmth, safety, or of celestial security. Poe's angels and spirits crave and long for the love between the narrator and Annabel Lee. They covet the connection shared between the two. They desire it. They long for this, this supernatural sense of emotion that, that is, transcends all forms of human compre comprehension, and according to Poe, even celestial comprehension. Thus, love takes on the form of something that is not an emotion, feeling, or even a thought. Love becomes an energy. Love, then, becomes the subject of a label that does not exist in human vernacular. However, Poe does give it substance. He manifests it into something that is beyond everything, both human and beyond. Love becomes supernatural. On a setting fitting for one as vast and as incomprehensible as love, Poe orchestrates his Ballad by the Sea, 
matching the topic of love to one of Earth's and mankind's greatest natural desires and fears. Both love and the ocean are grand, seemingly infinite, connect all things, and drive humans either away from or into their unfaithfully welcoming yet calming waves. To quote the great V.M. Straka, What begins at the water shall end there, and what ends there shall also begin. Here, Poe recounts his life of love with his maiden, and how profound and moving it was in shaping his life. As tides shape stone and as winds carve mountains, so does love in our story. This power and this love and joy are longed for by angels and pure spirits, who break out of their traditional holy description by craving and harboring jealousy for the love between them. Thus, Poe is trying to explain how love is something that is beyond even our mightiest and holiest ideas. Love is something that is beyond everything, even what we don't understand. Thus, as tragedy strikes, the love that once brought unfathomable joy returns it with unfathomable pain. Love, in all of its glory, is a double-edged sword. Though every stride you take with it in your pocket is longer and happier and more confident, every stumble and spill will leave you scarred worse than you may have previously thought possible. Such is the dichotomy in the price of a love that we cannot understand. However, love never leaves. Even though pain has struck, an unspeakable tragedy has occurred, love lives on. Though the angels and the celestial selfishness of those who longed for a connection wholly human employed the sharp edge of love, it still remains nurturing after the wounded dealt has scabbed over. Love never leaves the heart, even during loss even well after loss. Love remains the breeze on our backs, the salt in the air, and the mysterious magnum opus beating in our hearts, guiding us through trestles and trenches and troubles of life, carried along with our blood as we sprint from the starting line to the finish. Love is our life force, our energy, our nectar of sustaining ourselves. Without it, we're nothing. Life is nothing. A human being is made worthless. It sits dormant within us, and once we tap into it, just as Poe carries on in his endless care and love and infatuation with his flame, even after losing her, we are ceaselessly carried on by love, no matter how much is lost throughout time. According to Poe, love is something that no power of earth, hell, or even heaven could ever understand. Yet it lies in all of us, just outside the reach of words. Therefore, to love is to be human, but to love is... Therefore, to love is to be human. On the other hand, though, to lose is to be human. So is to love to lose? According to Poe, yes. However, also according to Poe, to love after loss is to love deeper and truer than any mind could ever understand, and to tap into the lifeblood that pushes us all, you, Poe, even me, all up and down, tossed about like sands in a mighty, ceaselessly shifting sea. Now then, sit back, relax, and enjoy Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe. It was many and many a year ago, in a kingdom by the sea, that a maiden there lived whom you may know, 
by the name of Annabel Lee. And this maiden she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me. I was a child and she was a child in this kingdom by the sea. But we loved with a love that was more than love, I and my Annabel Lee, with a love that the winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that, long ago, in this kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud, chilling my beautiful Annabel Lee, so that her highborn kinsmen came and bore her away from me, to shut her up in a sepulchre in this kingdom by the sea. The angels, not half so happy in heaven, went envying her and me. Yes, that was the reason, as all men know, in this kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud that night, chilling and killing my Annabel Lee. But our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, and neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea could ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabel Lee. For the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabel Lee, and the stars never rise but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabel Lee. And so, all the night tide, I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in her tomb by the sounding sea. Thank you all once more for tuning in. My name is Carson Smith, and this is the Chills Podcast. Until next time, dear listeners, and remember, always keep it in your hearts. Sherka Trova. Goodbye and good night.